the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Lexington County spokesman Harry and Cahill says at least... Two people were killed, dozens more injured in an overnight train crash. There was a train collision and derailment near Charleston Highway and Heinrich Drive uh, between a freight train and a passenger train. When we arrived on scene, uh, we began assisting passengers off of that train. At this time, there are no passengers on the train. Lexington County, South Carolina. Amtrak says the train company, CSX, is responsible for maintaining signal switching and the scheduling of trains along tracks in South Carolina where a passenger train struck a parked uh, freight train. Again, uh, we have uh, the word there is that there are two people killed, dozens more injured in, uh, in that uh, train overnight train crash. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt explains the offer from the president to the Dreamers. The president has made an offer on the Dreamers that Democrats cannot turn down. 1.8 million people get to stay provided they do not have violence or gang ties in their past. Felony convictions. They get to bring their children. Their chain migration rights are limited. It's a fantastic deal. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. You're listening to AM 1280, The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Coming up next is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson, The Closer, right here on AM 1280, The Patriot, so don't go anywhere. First, we'll give you a quick weather update, a high of 5 degrees and a wind chill advisory through most of today, a high of 17 with flurries likely through most of Monday, a high of 9 degrees and mostly sunny skies for Tuesday, and a high of 16 with a slight chance of snow early on on Wednesday. Stay tuned to The Narn with Brad Carlson, The Closer, right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the program. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN. That's hashtag N-A-R-N for any comments or questions on today's show content. And if you still use text message, hey, we'll, we'll take your text message, 651-243-0390. And again, we're always appreciative of you tuning in on this Super Bowl Sunday. I normally take off a Super Bowl Sunday each and every year, but uh, I was on a rare and well-deserved break last week, so I decided to be back in for... Uh, today's broadcast today, and uh, I guess I'm not used to working Super Bowl Sunday because I have to bring in a guest co-host, as it were. And how fortuitous it is a lifelong Patriots fan and longtime friend of the broadcast, Aaron E.J. Host. Uh, Aaron, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, back in June of 2011, it was my third ever sh- show on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You came on the broadcast out at the... Where the heck were we for right online? I don't remember where that was taking place. Was that some downtown Minneapolis, Hilton, Hyatt, I think, maybe? I think it was the Hyatt, maybe? Okay. Yeah, so like I say, Aaron's been uh, Aaron's been with us basically from day one, and uh, we always appreciate her support. And I had to right a certain wrong. It's been a while since you've been on. So, what what better than the Super Bowl to come on and, and best broadcast. day of the year to be on this show? Well, Aaron, <laughs> for thanks sure. for coming on. Thank appreciate you. It. Thanks so much for having me. You know, I love the invitation. I always always welcome uh, an invitation to AM twelve eighty for sure. 
So uh, we are uh, obviously going to talk some Super Bowl. Erin's uh, sporting her Tom Brady jersey. For those of you watching the broadcast on Ustream, sporting her Tom Brady jersey. Which told. I have worn for every Super Bowl that Tom Brady has played in. Even the very first one back uh, 16 Way years ago? back in the day. My wow. aunt's from, I'm from Massachusetts originally. Right. Grew up on Cape Cod, and uh, my aunts still live in Attleboro up there, and they bought this for me ages ago. I won't tell you how old I was. No, no. They bought uh, it for me. Now, as we hear, as we have a discussion, is there going to be anything that will kind of tip your hand to show that you're a Massachusetts native? Are you going to say clam chowder or anything like that? <laughs> no, or? but how funny to hear so many people try a New England accent. Yeah, they can't yeah. get it. No, they can't. No, I'm sorry. You so can much. try, but you can't. <laughs> Unless you have lived there. Okay. You, you don't really know what it sounds like. It's not just about dropping the R's. And if I hear anybody, that's something for our Super Bowl bingo game I was telling Ooh, you about earlier. Do tell, yeah. So our family is going to play uh, Super Bowl bingo. We have all of these buzzwords that people will say during the game. Uh, the broadcasters will say things like, you know, Tom Brady is 40. When's he going to retire? Five Super Bowl rings. And then all the other stuff that goes along with it, right? They'll mm -hmm. talk about Philly cheesesteaks and what's better, hot dish, and all the silly banter, right? So we came up with a super long list of words that we're going to have for this game. Should be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, yeah it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what they try and say with a Boston accent. And they say wicked the wrong way. Something isn't just wicked. We use wicked in place of the word very. Sure, sure. Right? It's it's like a, an extra emphasis on something. So, you know, that buffalo dip isn't wicked. Mm -hmm. That buffalo dip is wicked hot. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, well, some dear friends of uh, my wife and I, they are Massachusetts natives, and they moved to Minnesota, I think, about eight, nine years ago. So there isn't a detection of a, Mass a Boston accent as much. Mm -hmm. But when the wife goes back to visit friends, and when she comes back, she's parking the car with her right. father. It's, it's, <laughs> right. un it's uncanny. It's like, wow, you just picked yep. that right up in one trip. It's so. <laughs> easy to pick back up again. If I talk with any of my family <sighs> from up there, yeah, it's... Uh, it comes back, for I like, sure. I like it. Well, we definitely will get into some Super Bowl talk and as well uh, some official predictions. And those of you who listen to this broadcast know that uh, Vikings are my A number one favorite team, but uh, my second favorite team is the Patriots. And because my Vikings aren't in it for the 40th, 41st consecutive <laughs> year, uh, you know, I, I'm, all, I'm on the Patriots bandwagon again. So we'll definitely talk uh, some sure. Super Bowl later on and uh, how we did as a city. Hosting the uh, festivities, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But Aaron, I did want to get you. Obviously, you are a, a renowned political commentator here in these parts. Uh, talk about all things politics Self nationally. Self uh, political junkie. Yeah, yes, sir. yeah. So, uh, and by the way, people can still find you on Twitter at, uh, at Aaron Haas. Yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. E R I N H A U S T. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I, I did. Uh, no, I did see you kind of weighing in a little bit on the State of the Union, President Trump's first. State of the Union was this uh, past Tuesday. Yes. And uh, what was amazing Live is, tweeting the hilarity. Yeah. Yes. It, it, there were there was a poll taken. Now, this wasn't like some Fox News, uh, you know, conservative review poll. This was a uh, poll conducted, I believe, by CBS, CBS. Mm -hmm. where I think close to half, maybe more than half of Democrats, Democrats actually yes. viewed it favorably. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And well, how could they not? He was basically pandering to everything that they say that they want. Right, right. <laughs> some, some, quite honestly, that ticked off those of us who are more on the conservative side. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. And and I, I predicted that would happen. It's yep. like even, you know, even during the campaign, I said long ago, it's like, you know, I, I know Trump was appealing to a lot of, uh, a lot of folks who typically aren't Republican voters, but... Uh, you know, long term, you're going to have to you're going to have to understand that, especially if there was a Democrat Congress, which I wrongly predicted there would be. Uh, we can get into maybe we can get sure. into that later. But I was dead wrong on so many things in 2016, <laughs> so which, was, most which was made, made it so much fun because, you know, it's like I'm wrong all the time. But sure. it was it was kind of fun to watch uh, kind of the fallout. But the Democrats also what I've noticed is they consistently put themselves in a, a no-win situation. They talk about this resistance movement and the hashtag GOP tax sure. scam in right. response to the tax reform. And you're seeing real positive, tangible results of this. And the Democrats, they do this to themselves. It's fun to yeah, watch. It, I, I mean, sure, lie, it's, fun, but... it's fun to watch. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if it translates um, into more votes for Republicans or just less votes for Democrats. 
right? I don't think it's like switching anybody, no, right, at right. this second, right? If you're a diehard Democrat, you're probably still a diehard Democrat. But I think what's interesting, more interesting than what the Democrats think of it is what the independents think. And the independents overwhelmingly like that as well. 72%. Um, yep. They yeah. really enjoyed the State of the Union. They saw that he was trying to reach across the aisle. Um, but they also saw those Democrats with scowls on their faces and not standing for things that they should be clapping for. Um, they saw Nancy Pelosi, Speaker, former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and now demoted. <laughs> Minority um, leader, yeah. To yeah. Um, she was turning around and you know waving her finger at people and telling them not to stand up and things like that. And so I think um, you know that was very revealing for that middle of the group. Right, we're not far left or that are not far right. Um, that kind of call themselves an independent and see which way the wind blows before making any kind of decision. That's it was revealing to them. And and obviously the uh, the big uh, the next big uh, fight going to come up. Uh, the Democrats shut down government for all of three days over it. Of course, is for <laughs> is, is is for the uh, the Dreamers uh, the, the DACA, the DACA mm-hmm. that was uh, implemented via executive fiat. That's not how we do things in a representative republic. People seem to forget that they. Sure. But uh, that's a that's a, another story for another day. <laughs> but President Trump. It, you know, to your point, Aaron, uh, has alienated some hardcore supporters sure. by being willing to allow, I think the number is 1.8 million right. uh, DACA recipients to, to stay in exchange for border security, which was the cornerstone of his campaign. And the, I don't know how the Democrats turn away from that. So I actually have a, a different take on this. Okay. He is the master negotiator, right? So, he, so we've been so told. So we've yes. been told. Yeah. Um, he's not really giving them anything with that. Now don't tell them, don't tip them off on this, but the logistics of trying to get rid of 1.8 million, for lack of a better word, to deport 1.8 million people True. who most likely have families and everything, the optics on that would be terrible. Of course, yeah. It doesn't matter what the right thing to do is. Unfortunately, in this world we live in now, it's all about perception. Perception sure. is reality. Whatever that 40-second soundbite is, you can get on the radio, the 140-character, 280-character Twitter you know, title that you can put out there for your article. Um, and so by saying I'll give you, and I'm doing the air fingers quotes for those who aren't watching online, mm-hmm. um, they'll give you 1.8 million amnesty or whatever you want to call it. Um, but in return, we're getting so much more. Like, and, and if you really put it in perspective, those 1.8 million are here already anyway. Sure. Right. Sure. And and like it or not, they are contributing. Granted, you if anybody follows me on Twitter, you know, I'm not a big fan of of allowing people to be here or literally breaking the law just by being here. Right. Sure, so sure. It, it, this isn't necessarily my opinion as I'm not projecting my opinion of those people. But what I'm saying is, from the negotiation standpoint, he's not really giving them much. Um, and it's far more benefit if we can get that bar- border security and we can stop things going forward. Um, this might be part of that negotiation. It might be part of his calculations into what's it going to make him look like? What is that next? The next step in this process. And, and I agree with that. But this is something that he was signaling during the campaign that even True. folks who were born here to illegal aliens have no right to be here that was mm-hmm. kind of something he was saying during yeah. the campaign yep. and again i don't know if this was part of him being a master can, can a chess we, master maybe I, uh, or or the I people who work for him or i mean the speech itself was brilliant right mm-hmm. it was a brilliant political move to give so many concessions to the democrats and see them not clap for them right that was that was rather brilliant i think this might be one of those things i think there's a lot more negotiation that's going to happen with this um but if that's the the one concession he has to give i think he might be willing to give that up if he can get the wall the security the staff the you know um the ice agents etc that we need down there yeah and and this and of course i mean democrats are going to they're going to shriek anyways whenever he makes a makes a move right. by letting this by letting this daca uh uh, it's not legislation because it wasn't passed by legislative fiat, but this uh, DACA matter, he let it he let it expire. And, you know, s- talk about what you want of the merits of this particular law. And again, we use a scare quotes right. law. <laughs> y- you can't just do things. on. And I know the previous uh, occupant of the White House, he, he, he liked to think that because Congress wouldn't bend to his will, that he has a pen and a phone and he can sure. do whatever he likes. And that's just not how it works in a constitutional republic. Right, and right. I think that's something that needs to be emphasized. You know, regardless of what you think of the merits of the law, 
let's let's stay within the legal channels of the, of the separation of powers here. And I think I that's do, what needs I always, to be emphasized. It's, it's one more of these cases where people say, well, you just have to do something. We want Congress to do something. When in reality, I would really just like Congress to step back and do less and just enforce. Yes. Let's enforce the laws that are already there and see how that works. <laughs> right, <laughs> Versus right. trying to create new ones all the time. Let's just enforce the ones we've got and then see what happens. Yeah, and that was President Obama's big thing. Well, you know, if Congress would just pass some bills, you know, we can get moving here. And it's just like you say them not passing bills like it's a bad thing. I mean, right. we being conservatives, of course, <laughs> right? That's a, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And the uh, and the shutdown. Now, again, shutdown politics that typically don't come home to roost during the following election. I mean, remember how that was hung around the Republicans' neck in 2013, early 2014, and they still went on and took over sure. the Senate the later in 2014. So there's. There's still going to be more salient issues in this campaign cycle that I don't think it's going to end up hurting the Democrats, but the optics were hilarious. People who were insisting, well, we don't... how how inept is Tina Smith, by the way? Who oh put her goodness. up? Whose idea was that to put her up on CNN as the as the face and voice of this? It's like, Isn't well, I don't that... want government to shut down, but I can't vote for this legislation. It's like, well, then you do want government to shut down because that will happen as right. a result. Well, you know, I think it proved that she just went there and plans to be a rubber stamp for whatever her overlords of course, told her to do. Of course, yeah. Um, so that was uh, revealing as well, but and super unfortunate, right? I mean, we had other people here in the state of Minnesota who could have taken Al Franken's um, spot you know, in, in that chamber. And, and unfortunately they just kind of did what they always do. And, Oh, well, it's so-and-so's turn. And that was that. What a fun year 2018 is going to be. And when we come back the next segment, we'll talk a little bit about 2018. If you're a political observer, commentator, boy, there's going to be a lot to chew on this year. That is for certain. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. Brad Carlson, the clothes are right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. The winter over, I see the tables turn around. You know, you can get tremendous pain relief benefits with Relief Factor without any of the negative side effects of ibuprofen. Why? Because this is natural, healthy stuff. There are no side effects, there's no prescription drugs, there's no chemicals, just good, healthy dietary supplements that l- unleash your own body's natural healing powers. 80% of people who start with a quick start, just nineteen ninety-five for three whole weeks, end up getting more relief factor. You should give it a try. Again, you have nothing to lose but your pain in the whole world to gain. Nineteen ninety-five comes to ninety-five cents a day. That's less than a cup of coffee a day for pain relief. Go to relieffactor.com, read all the testimonials, find out about it for yourself, and order that quick start. Just nineteen ninety-five or ninety-five cents a day for three weeks. Or you can call them, it's toll free. They can answer all your questions. One eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four. That's toll free. One eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four. Relieffactor.com. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs, but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. 
Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Hey, welcome back. I'm 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, you can hear King Banyan. It is the King Banyan Show. And also replayed Sundays 9 to 11 on that same station, AM 1440. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriots, Saturdays 1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And I close out every weekend from 2 to 3 on Sundays. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And we're here to take your phone calls, by the way. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN. That's hashtag N-A-R-N. Any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. As we mentioned uh, at the end of last segment with a guest co-host, Erin <laughs> Host again. Find her at Twitter That's me. at Erin Host, H A U S T. Well, how is it you say it? It's like exhaust. It's like exhaust, exhaust. without the E. Yeah. Okay. Erin Host. I do gotta... do a search for uh, just a regular search on Facebook or Twitter for E J Host H A U S T, and you'll find me. Got it. Okay. It's okay. So, uh, anyways, we're talking all things uh, politics. As we mentioned, 2018 is going to be a busy year with the entire Minnesota House, of course, up for re-election, all of the state uh, constitutional offices, and, of course, it's the governor's crowded, office. Crowded yeah. ballot, for sure. And both U.S. Senate seats, because, of course, uh, they're filling the final two years of Al Franken's term, uh, a seat currently filled, by, as we alluded to, uh, <laughs> Tina Smith, on an interim basis, uh, I, who... As we mentioned, is kind of a doing the is kind of the rubber stamp. I mean, she's a tool, Justice, right? I, she is a tool for their oh, yeah. in their toolbox. Um, yeah, she'll just do whatever, which is very, I mean, not a lot different than Al Franken, right? I mean, if we're we're really being honest, he oh, just yeah, didn't yeah. said whatever you know the Democrat leadership told him to do anyway. He, he was a church mouse, you know, during the Obama years, and then as soon as Trump took over, all of a sudden he's being lauded as a potential presidential candidate. Right. Uh, Isn't yeah. that laughable? <laughs> yeah, because he had a couple of questions in a hearing once. <laughs> yeah, and and because he bullied a, a, a woman, Betsy right. DeVos, which again, I don't mind tough questions if you're going to be in line for a cabinet position. I don't mind tough questions per se. I'm just saying that had it been a re- male Republican questioning a Democrat potential cabinet member mm-hmm. with that tone and those type of questions and condescending sure. matter, it would have been the war on women all over again. So sure. I just got to highlight the uh, the double standard there, and it very much is still in play. But uh, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of lo- local races to talk about. I did I did not get a chance to mention this last Sunday because while well, I wasn't here, uh, <laughs> I actually was off last Sunday. Uh, kind of some interesting ripple effects taking place in some of the local races. Uh, turns out Lori Swanson, the current attorney general who was talking about running for governor. Yes. For, of course, vying for the DFL nomination is going to run for reelection in her current job. And I kind of, uh, as attorney general, and I kind of mentioned this is kind of a bad news, good news scenario. The bad news is a Republican has not won this sure. office since 1966. Right. That's literally before I was born for crying right. out loud. That tells you how long ago that was. <laughs> And uh, the power of incumbency party would have you – not that Doug Wardlow isn't a great candidate, terrific candidate. It's been on the show. I like Doug a lot. Uh, Met him in December. Really yeah, uh, nice guy. Great guy. Mm-hmm. And, and power of incumbency would suggest that Lori Swanson will, will coast to reelection. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong on that. The good news is that means the deplorable Ryan Winkler no longer is a candidate <laughs> for that seat. So there was much rejoicing. He might be my least favorite Minnesotan outside of Dayton, and, to be perfectly honest with you. We have had Twitter wars, the two of us. I mean, he may have blocked me by now. I'm not sure. But we got into it big time over the $15 minimum wage um, battle there for a little while. And once you back him into a corner, he turns very quickly from, you know, oh, well, I don't like you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're yeah. Do- we're done now. And he throws, you know, an insult or something out there. But as soon as you beat him on policy, he's going to turn around and attack you personally. Yeah. And and as it, as it turns out, um, Tim Walls, who's one of the leading DFL contenders for the gubernatorial side, has already mm-hmm. named 
Peggy Flanagan, his running mate. So yes. Peggy Flanagan will no, not run for her house seat. So Ryan Winkler is going to run for that house seat, yes. which he occupied before Peggy Flanagan. So uh, interesting kind <laughs> of a full circle that's uh, come around there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know that there's ever there's a viable candidate in that particular house district. I mean, Ryan Winkler, when he resigned, I think I think it was in the middle of his term a few years ago, mm-hmm. they ended up having a special election. The Republicans didn't even put anybody up. Right. It was, it's a disgrace. Yeah. I mean, why do we... Constantly kick away first-tier suburban races. I, I realize it's an uphill battle, but if you're ever going to make a dent in these areas, right. you at least have to put someone forward. Well, so and here's I'm the, still bitter over that, Aaron Haas. I, I don't blame you. You know, and the things that they're doing now, like they are, and I hate to use the word infiltrate, right? But that is really what they're doing. On the other side, the Democrats are coming into local races, um, and they've been doing it for years, but I think they're making a bigger push now in some of these districts where um, you know, they've been solidly red. Sure. Okay. So um, in my district, um, Congressional District 2, we have um, the Honorable Jason Lewis. Yes. Love that guy. He's fantastic. Very conservative. Ready um, to contribute. Ready yep. to make a difference Absolutely. for this country. Jason Lewis. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the guy. That's the one. <laughs> Going back to his time his at the radio, radio yep. station. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, they've been uh, really trying to get into school boards and city councils yes. and tr- and training their bench, if you will, for these other seats um, so that they can start to challenge people like Jason Lewis in a solidly red district. And so if we're not ready to start also doing that in the districts that are solidly blue. We're we're going to lose, and and we're going to lose yes. big. I mean, yes. we're turning into California pretty quickly. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the concern. That's obviously. Uh, that's all covering us uh, this this election cycle, uh, and you know the the stats are out there. Republican has not won a statewide race since Governor Pawlenty was narrowly, and I emphasize mm-hmm. narrowly, reelected in two thousand six yes. as governor. So, uh, it, it's going to be an uphill battle. Do you think he's going to run? You know, now I, I don't know if this. I don't know if the pathetic fundraising numbers by the Republican gubernatorial candidates mm-hmm. triggered it. But shortly after those numbers came out, there was a story. That said, he's actively considering it, and he's meeting with his mucky mucks. Yeah, to see, yeah. Um, I just want to win. I don't. I, I don't have a personally. I don't have a favorite candidate. You're not tired of winning yet. <laughs> I just want to. No, I am not. I absolutely not. I would like to start winning. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. That's where we're at here as uh, Republicans in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Keith Downey or, or Jeff Johnson or Mary Giuliani Stevens or if it's Tim Plenty, whoever gets the nomination. I'm going to be behind full force. I, I have issues with each of the candidates. That's fine. That's This is the time now to hash those out. But at the end of the day, and this is what we're terrible at as a party, yes, I know we it. can't coalesce behind a single candidate. I mean, go down the list of the last several statewide races sure. we've had. We can't, we can't seem to, at least in harmony, coalesce behind right. a candidate. Well, and we have a habit, too, of relying so heavily on this delegate process and the delegates who, let's face it, are those who are the most active. Yes. They yes. pay attention, and they and they are also the most vicious to each other. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Those are the people who knock on your doors. Right. right. Those are the people who make the phone calls, who put up the signs and that kind of stuff. And it, we do a really great job of saying, okay, we're going to get all of these delegates, and then we forget about the general public, right, that have been shut out because, remember— it keeps wind, it's weeding down as it goes. So, like, you go to caucus, please, everybody go to caucus on Tuesday night. Yes. Um, have your say, participate in the process. Um, and then they have these slates. So, convention after convention, you go to, you know, your local one and then you go to your CD or whatever. They have these slates of people where everybody all votes in a block versus voting individually for the people that you think would be best at that or sure. who hold your values or who are going to vote for the candidate that you want. And so these slates kind of take over. Um, and really, I think it's 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 a statewide issue. I think caucuses, excuse me, delegates and, and this whole endorsement process should be just that, an endorsement process by the people who are the most active in the party. An endorsement is a recommendation, a suggestion. Um, it's It should be what, what the most active people think you should do. But hey, general public. Yes. They call themselves Republicans, mm-hmm. come out and vote and say you either agree with us or you don't, because guess what? Sometimes the general public doesn't agree with the most active people within a party. Um, Democrats have this same issue. So we're not you know, this is not unique to Republicans. True. Democrats are, are very torn. They're fighting each other right now as well. Um, but I would just like on our side to do a better job of, you know, burying the hatchet. 
we have the endorsed candidate. Let's move forward from there, you know, and not rip each other to the point where you just can't even sit in the same room or be friends with people who you used to sit next to at that delegate seat. Um, and it's unfortunate. And some people may forget, uh, you know, Mark Dayton was not the endorsed candidate in 2010 when it was an open seat yep, for governor. That is right. So and yet when he won, it took it to a primary and won. Guess what? He ended up becoming governor because yes. they coalesced behind him and pushed him across That's the right. finish line. That's Very right. close race, but he still won. I think we'll go to a primary this time no matter what. I think really? There's okay. several, yeah, I think there's some people sitting on the – that's a, my, my bold prediction. My bold north prediction is that uh, there's some people sitting on the sidelines. And certainly it's very clear after the donor numbers came out that they're just sitting and waiting and waiting to see who they're going to get behind um, and if sure. it's going to be someone that they can support. Um, you know, it's un, it's unfortunate, I think, that that's how the game is played, but – you know, if that's how the game is played, we have to do a better job. Right. And I think that, you know, we, we indicated that uh, uh, Tim Pawlenty is maybe, I don't know if we were talking on air or off air about this, but there was a story that came out that Tim Pawlenty was uh, talking about, or at least actively kind of sticking his foot in the water, so to speak, to see what yeah. it would be like if he were to get in the race. Of course, he being the last statewide candidate to, or last candidate to win a statewide race. Uh, that's someone who certainly I could bypass the endorsement process yes, and he go right to a primary. So. I agree. Okay. Well, wow, that time went quick. Uh, we're up against a break. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. We are here on AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, talking with guest co-host EJ Aaron EJ Haas about all things politics. And we may get into a little Super Bowl talk next segment, or we may continue this discussion. You have to tune in and find out right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Hey Dan, can you believe it's our 10-year anniversary of getting a great night's sleep? I know, Trina. For 10 years, ZQuiet has been helping couples like us kick snoring out of bed. Think of the millions of lives we've changed. And that all happened years before other snoring companies showed up on the scene. ZQuiet really started a revolution. Hi, we're Dan and Trina. As the founders of ZQuiet, people often ask what sets us apart from the competition. It's easy. Snoring was our problem, and we know what night after night of snoring does to a relationship. Visit GetZQuiet.com. ZQuiet was developed to treat my snoring, and we realized there were other couples that were desperate for a simple and effective solution. We're so proud that ZQuiet has become America's trusted name in snoring solutions. Get ZQuiet and kick snoring out of bed forever. Get $20 off the regular price when you text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. Text SLEEP. To 246810 or go to com and get $20 off today. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hey, Jan, your favorite cooking show is on. The, the one with the mystery box challenge. Oh, I love that one. If you've ever wanted to be on a cooking show, you'll enjoy this half-off deal from Chop Room. For just $900, you'll receive a $1,800 voucher from Chop Room in Minneapolis. It includes a private event for up to 20 people in a cooking challenge, just like on TV. This is the perfect gift for a family gathering, team building, or bachelorette party. To take advantage of this deal, call us at 651-405-8800. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard 
welcome back, AM 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Welcome back. It is a, another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. It is me, Brad Carlson, joined today by guest co-host Aaron E.J. Haas. Follow her on Twitter. You could also, uh, you have like a, a, a uh, what do you call it, a uh, Facebook page, a public fan, Facebook yeah, fa- fan, fan page. page. Yeah, Absolutely. Do a search for E.J. Haast, H-A-U-S-T. Okay. And uh, find her uh, political insights at uh, any of those uh, social media venues. I know you're on Instagram, but you don't seem to use it all that I don't. Yeah. I troll on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, too. Hey. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. I'm not out for followers on Instagram. I don't know why. I know everybody has their favorites, right? I like Facebook because it's simple, because it was something I was doing a long time ago. Sure. Um, I can manage multiple pages at the same time, that sort of thing. And then I like Twitter because it's fast. Right, right. You know, it's like almost immediate. In fact, I was just watching the video of the Patriots walking into the building. Okay. All business. All business. Yes. Well, they know what's up. They've been there. But that's all over Twitter. They're doing a good job on Twitter. Yeah, they, they've been there many a time before, so uh, we'll, we'll get a little Patriots talk here. The uh, final segment, talking uh, all things politics. It's going to be a busy year here in Minnesota, particularly Crowded. compounded by the uh, Senate race. Now, U.S. Senate, both uh, Amy Klobuchar, obviously up for her uh, regular term, and uh, Tina yeah, Smith. Yeah, does she even have to show up, really? I uh, mean... I don't know. I like Jim Newberger a lot, and, <laughs> I and a terrific, terrific candidate. I mean, you know, again, we don't want to discredit any GOP candidates that are getting some of these races, but let's be honest. It's a, it's an uphill battle, yep. to, to say the least. Uh, and, and I'm wondering, now, I want your perspective on this. Do you think Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith, because they're both up at the same time, because Tina Smith's a terrible candidate, Awful. but will that help her? Do you think running oh, in tandem? Of course. Yeah. Don't you don't you anticipate doing them them doing some uh like the Saturday night rallies Lives together. Amy and Tina, they cute little right. uh, Amy Polar Tina oh, Faye. Oh, yeah, that's not it's, funny. I'm already I actually don't the like them. Prospect of that. I yeah. don't like either one of them and have a really hard time watching Polar and Faye different. or Klobuchar and Smith. Which oh. one are you talking about? <laughs> either one. Yeah, um, all applicable. Yes, yes. So I think it's going to be difficult for uh, anyone to predict what's going to happen very much like 2016, primarily because it's so crowded. Mm. So we are going to have so many, what we like to say, top of the ticket um, candidates sure. um, that it's going to be very crowded. And I actually think on a very local level, it's going to be extremely difficult for other people to get name recognition. So from your CD level down, the focus is just not going to be there. Um, the media hype tends to focus on the gubernatorial candidates, it focuses on the senatorial candidates, that sort of thing. Sure. We're going to hear Al Franken's name, oh, the seat formerly held by Al Franken, like a zillion times, you sure. know, um, which is unfortunate, too, because it's it's putting all the focus where it shouldn't be. But that's what gets clicks and headlines and viewership and things like that. So I think it's going to be very difficult for any candidate to break through that noise and make a name for themselves. And of course, Not impossible. Oh, yeah. Difficult. Oh, no, no question. And I, I was interested this, I think it was this past week, maybe the week before, former Minnesota Supreme Court Justice uh, David Strauss finally confirmed to a federal appointment on the, on the federal bench. Yes. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, Amy Klobuchar voted yes, not only to cut off debate, but to... Uh, well, confirm him as well. Very, so I wonder uh, if she knows him personally. Um, I, th- I think so. She's I think got that's a law background, right? Yeah. I mean, she's um, she was a Hennepin County attorney mm-hmm. for a number of years. So yep. certainly and, possible. And she's in a private firm now. I forget the name off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I, I, it's very possible she knows him. Him. Probably, right? Personally. Yeah, um, and then uh, Tina Smith, like you said, the reliable rubber stamp. Resist. <laughs> voted no. So well, here, here's my perspective on all this. I, and, I, and I've talked about this many times in the show. There's, including this special the special election for Al Franken's old seat, there are 34 set U.S. Senate seats up for re-election. Only eight are held by Republicans. Right. So that would make it that much more difficult for the Democrats to flip, because even if they flip a Republican seat or two, I mean, there's so many opportunities. Right, for the Republicans. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at uh, North Dakota, West Virginia, Indiana, all those states, Montana, very vulnerable for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So that's a possibility that the Republicans could get a few flips on that and keep the majority in the Senate, which would be huge because there's probably some more Supreme Court seats going to be coming up for confirmation. Agreed, yeah. But my thing is, even if Tina Smith is elected and fills out the final two years, if there, if we can just make it competitive to where you can draw resources, valuable resources yes. from another, from some of those vulnerable Democrat seats in like North Dakota or mm-hmm. West Virginia or Indiana, Missouri, uh, that's another one. That that that's would be huge. Point. That's it's, a great that's a great point. Uh, do you think that um, 
President Trump will be a help or a hindrance for top of the ticket positions in Minnesota? Yeah, well, that's that's interesting thing because number one, he's not running. So anytime, uh, so I don't know how much of an impact that will be. I mean, right that that was going to be part of the whole thing. I mean, just a couple of months ago, the generic congressional ballot had the Democrats in double digit lead. Now it's down mm-hmm. to like three mm-hmm. because of certain legislative successes that the Trump administration sure. has had. And whether he deserves all the credit for that or not doesn't really matter. Like you said, a perception kind of trumps reality sometimes. Yep. So, yep. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to try to. Right now, uh, his approval rating, I mean, it's been record low, so it can't help but go up. But sure. will it get to the point where it that's going It is on going an to... upward trend yeah. right now, right? Um, so, and State of the Union certainly didn't hurt. No question. Uh, we do have a caller on line one, uh, Mark, in St. Louis Park. Hey, Mark, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Welcome. Hi, I just uh, thanks for taking my call. I want you to comment on what I'm going to say. Um, for the last year, we've had a candidate who... You know, didn't care what the Minneapolis Tribune editorial board said about him. Wasn't politically correct. Uh, was uh, talked uh, to uh, in a way that blue collar Democrats would love. And by the way, Donald Trump. Another two. Uh, I, I've read where another two weeks, Donald Trump would have probably carried Minnesota. It was going in his direction. Sure. He lost, I think, by one percent. Yep. Because he got the blue collar Democrat vote. Right. And I just heard you talking about, well, we haven't won a statewide race. We've got to get that vote. And there was a candidate within the last year campaigning just like Donald Trump. I saw Donald Trump's – I know you're, uh, I'll, be, I'll try to uh, end it right here. I saw Donald Trump's campaign signs around Lake of the Isles in St. Louis Park entering suburbs because people were emotionally att- attracted to him, attached to him as a messenger. We had a candidate like that. And by the way, Tim Walls. They show him hunting with a flannel jacket and going <laughs> and, and being in gay rights parades. He's going to be tough to beat. But we had a candidate like that, like Trump, who would have carried Minnesota. Don't keep us in suspense, Mark. Who was it? <laughs> oh, Dave Osmeck. Okay. I like Dave. We had a guy last year who didn't care about the Star Tribune editorials. Didn't get, he's, he, that's, he, I'll he, hang he, up he, a list. I'm so frustrated he's out of the race. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, uh, thanks for the uh, – I appreciate the call, Mark. Well, as we've seen with the last uh, – Campaign Finance Board reports uh, fundraising for all the candidates has been spread pretty thin. And, yeah, guys like Osmick and Matt Dean just weren't getting any traction. I mean, they may be popular amongst certain segments of the of the party, but like Aaron alluded to, people are kind of withholding the financial resources. And They are. Even the small donations yeah. to candidates are being withheld right now. So even with, like, PCR and everything, I mean, it, it helped. PCR helped the state party a lot. Sure. I mean, that was sure. a clear uptick when PCR came back. But... Um, I think for individual candidates, people are kind of holding out. Yeah, uh, that, so uh, we'll we'll see how this uh, if this um, momentum that Trump had. I mean, yeah, he lost by one point five percent, which uh, you know, I I I never really thought that he had. A, I mean, even when he was winning, surprisingly, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Michigan, I'm like, oh come on, Minnesota, not even he can have that good a night. Well, he just about, he just about pulled it off. I know. So that would have, that would have been interesting, but yeah, that, this is uh, how I'm looking kind of at the focusing on the U S Senate races, because, you know, I know we need to focus a lot on the local ones. And as Aaron mentioned, you know, like, like city council and school board, some of the municipal and local races, those are important. And that's something that, and we, and we mentioned crystal a lot, a lot of folks who are right of center have in, uh, for lack of a better word, infiltrated, uh, a inner ring suburb, a very blue suburb, and have sure. taken over the city council as well as the, the mayor's office. And that's how it's done. And we've seen other areas where it's the exact opposite, like out in Hutchinson, as ruby red as it can get, but yet the I believe the city council, maybe even the school board, uh, even though it's not technically nonpartisan, you can tell there's Good a leftward bend. systems are, yeah. Yeah, are, are certainly there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'll bet you most school districts across the country for sure, but in Minnesota particularly, um, school boards and city councils are being held with, um, with a with a left left leaning oh, um, sure. bias yeah. for yeah. sure. There's there's no doubt about it. And like you say, you it, it comes across when you when you hear the uh, public testimonies, attend the meetings, and that's important, folks. Attend your city council meetings, particularly the work session, because that's where really everything goes mm-hmm. on. The agenda is set. You want the regular get... meetings are kind of a show, aren't they? Of course, so you kind yeah. of have to yeah. know that you're not going to get a, a ton of public input at those types of things, but. You know, just let them know you're watching. Send them an email. And most things that now, I mean, in in a lot of cities are are videotaped as well. Um, 
or live streamed. So you can you can see your school board meetings and whatnot. It's nice to just pay attention and know what's going on because otherwise the wool will be um, pulled over your eyes for sure. Absolutely. Well, why don't we take an early break here, and when we come back, yeah, we'll talk a little, a little, a little bit of Super Bowl. I think uh, talking about uh, Eagles and Patriots. In the house. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Six five one two eight nine four four. It is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN. One final segment with guest co-host Aaron Host right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Right now at Blue Ox Heating and Air. BOGO. Buy one, get one free. Buy one high-efficiency furnace and get one air conditioner for free. Plus financing available with 18 months no interest. BOGO. 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 Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. You like freedom? I do. You like money? I do too. If you like freedom and money, then you're going to love Freedom Check. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard that right. $34.6 billion. To get all the details... Just go to FreedomChecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. And if Doug can do this, I've got a hunch that you can too. But here's the thing. If you want the chance to grab your full fair share of this $34.6 billion payout, you have to have your ducks in a row by February 1st. So don't wait. Get over to FreedomChecks123.com before the February 1st deadline. That's FreedomChecks123.com. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi. Hi. My name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altberg of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org Click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner and leave your contact information. Daniel.YourFamilyBank.org. That's Daniel.YourFamilyBank.org. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. General pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a moment. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment on the broadcast today with me, Brad Carlson, guest co-host. Aaron E.J. Host. Aaron, appreciate you uh, stopping by today. No, thank you. Thank been, you. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I don't know how we dropped the ball on not having you in uh, for so long, but uh, we'll definitely uh, call on you again. This is going to be a busy Please year, do. Aaron. So, this is going to be yeah. an extremely busy year. I keep using the, the word of the year is crowded. Yes. It's crowded everywhere. <laughs> that is for sure. But, hey, we've talked enough politics. Obviously, we want to get to the nitty-gritty. It is the Super Bowl. And uh, Aaron actually uh, grew up and lived in Massachusetts. What did you say? Your senior year of high school? Just yes. before your senior yep. year of high school? Yep. Okay. senior year of high school. So she's a Pats fan through and through. She remembers the difficult years of... Uh, of the one in 15 and the uh, harassing the Boston Globe reporter. Oh, and uh, the I nightmares. remember my dad and, and my grandfathers and my uncle, like just and my aunts in particular, they've, they've watched them for years too. And um, just, you know, disappointed all the time. <laughs> right. 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 I remember the tough years. Um, and so this is, 
this has been awesome, right? This, it's nice that it's a little change for me as an adult now. I mean, it's just insane, this run the Patriots have been. I mean, Tom Brady, this is his 17th year as a starting quarterback. But technically, it's only 16 years because he missed the entire 08 season. I mean, the first half, he blew out his knee. So right. 2008, you can throw out, even though he only played. He did play one half, but you can throw that out. So it's amazing to think about, of the 16 years he's been a starting quarterback, they've been to the NF- AFC Championship game 12 times. Jeez. This is their eighth Super Bowl. This, that's a textbook definition of a dynasty, right? what they've put together, Brady and Belichick. So it's 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 been unbelievable. Well, before we get to, obviously, official predictions, did you read that ESPN story that talks about kind of a schism between Belichick, Brady, and Kraft and how there yeah. was some alleged tension amongst the three? Yeah. Do you buy all that? I don't Even know. if it's true, if there's one team that can block all that out, this it's the it. Patriots. Yeah, that's the truth. I mean, with Deflategate uh, a few years ago, that's still hanging over their head in this game against Seattle. And then, of course, last year, Tom Brady had missed the first four games of the 2016 season, and people were like, well, that's not fair. He got a four-game rest. It's like, well, what do you want? You were outraged <laughs> when they overturned the suspension, and then when it was put back in a play, you can't, outraged. Win, you can't yeah, win for yeah, losing. So. <laughs> can't win for losing. You know, if if uh, if they had lost all four games while he was out, everybody would have said, that's good, that's fine. Nobody would have had a problem with it. Right, but, right. You know. Well, I, I maintain that, you know, say, you know, Brady's talking about playing to 45 and who can bet against him. But say he wins and he's got six rings. No player in the history of the NFL has six rings. He and Charles Haley have five. Yep. So he would be all by himself with six rings. And he could say, you know what? I'm married to Giselle Bunchen. Enough said. I can move on with life. And mm, right? would, would that be the most Patriots thing ever if they go out and then sign Jimmy Garoppolo as a free <gasps> agent after tr- getting a second-round pick for you? <laughs> I just – you know what? I just said that this morning. Um, that and be the, the I was half-joking, but we've got guests in the house and things like that, and everybody was talking, and somebody said something about him, and I said, oh, he'll play for them again. Yeah. He'll yeah. play for the Pats oh, again. Sure. He will. Yeah. He will, especially if Belichick is there. I think there's that's a given. Now, if both Brady – and BB, both retire at the same time. Right, right. Go out together. Yeah. I fully expect to have the the relationship with the Patriots that my aunts and my dad, and yeah, my, yeah. right, all that those twenty years or whatever. So it enjoy it now is what you're saying. That's yeah. exactly right. I mean, yeah, twelve twelve AFC title games in sixteen years as a starter for Brady. Because again, we're throwing out two thousand eight. They, they didn't make the playoffs that year, but it was Matt Castle, their mm-hmm. quarterback. And seven straight AFC title games. Seven straight. Unreal. That's insane. Unreal. So, yeah, it's 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 been fun to watch. I, I am predict- Patriots are four and a half point favorites. I'm predicting them to win. I think it'll be close at the end, and they'll they'll get a they'll get a Gronk touchdown to go ahead, like twenty eight twenty one. I'm just throwing out a random score there. Sure. I think that's how. The, so I think they will cover the spread barely. People say, "Oh, seven points. That's a lot." Well, if you're tied at twenty one late and you get a late touchdown, it's yep. a close yep. game. So uh, that's kind of what I'm going with. Uh, just because. Uh, I, I'm a stats geek, and the stat I saw is uh, the Patriots under the Brady Belichick era are 27 and nine all time record in playoffs. They're 12 and nine against teams who they faced in the regular season, so in rematch games, and they're 15 and 0 against teams are play, playing the playoffs whom they did not play in the regular season. Hence the Giants; they lost two twice. They played yes. them in both those regular seasons. Yes. So, so my thing is they're 15 and 0 against uh, against teams are seeing for the first time. You know, in the playoffs, that is so. Sure, I, I, I that and with Belichick getting two weeks to prepare, and Matt Patricia is his and final Gronk game coming back. Gronk's in that makes a big difference. I, there's just no if one has the a defense Eagles for Gronk. defense. Yep, and yeah. you are trying to prepare for what may or may not come. You've got to split that practice time over the last two weeks on how do we play without Gronk and how do we play with him, and that I. Th- think will eat into their their defensive strategy quite a bit yeah i mean because the, the patriots they don't they don't pigeonhole themselves into any type of game plan it's just like well philadelphia's they're more vulnerable against the pass than the run so we'll we'll just pass 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 and belichick's like yeah we're not afraid to you know mix yep. it up a little yep. bit I, you know like what regardless of what the other team's strengths are and i'll never forget this it was 2006 the patriots came here Metrodome. The Vikings had the best run defense in football, and they were a terrible pass defense. Yes, and they Belichick's like, we have to throw the ball fifty-five times, only run it five times. Fine, and that's exactly what they right, did. Right? They, they don't, and they, he does adapt very well. Yeah. And then it, what's fantastic is the control he has over the team. Well, and I should say he and his coaching staff. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because they're all on the same page for every game, um, but then they all just do their job. Right? Yeah. They do what they are told to do in the way that they're told to do it. 
done. End of story. Um, you know, politics can learn a lot from that on the Republican side. I think honest. so. I think so. So yeah. So you're pulling for your pay. Uh, obviously, am- you're pulling for your Patriots, but do you oh, think they're going to win? Uh, I do. I think they will win. Um, okay. But I do. I. My gut tells me it's going to be closer than everybody thinks. It, it always is. is. It always is. Right. Yeah. Um, but my my heart is hoping that this is a blowout finally. Yeah. That I don't have to bite my nails. I can sit back and relax. <laughs> um, we are we are playing this awesome Super Bowl. It's kind of a buzzword bingo game at my family. Um, safe for the kids and parents alike. So that should be a lot of fun. I'd like to be able to pay attention and like enjoy all of that with my kids. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, like, like I say, I think it, uh, I, I, again, the Eagles, they, despite losing their starting quarterback and going into the playoffs, you know, as underdogs. I was just about to say, this turn into games. a Boston radio network here. We're not going to get any credit <laughs> to the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say. Underdogs I, every single game. Uh-huh. Hence the dog masks. Well, hey, look, there was quite a drop off from Carson Wentz to Nick Foles. And until Foles proved he could actually play well in playoff football, they were going to be underdogs. And guess what? Kudos to Nick Foles. Yeah. He stepped up. Right, did a I've good been job. impressed with him. I sure. mean, the way he shredded my Vikings and supposedly the number one defense in the NFL. I mean, he tore them apart. So, right. I, kudos. I I have no excuses for how bad the Vikings got crushed. It's too bad their fans are such uh, jerks. Well, <laughs> that's true. But I don't. I don't hold that. I don't hold that against no, the team. Of course not. Philadelphia's got some good guy, really good guys on their team. Now, I I sound like a fraud because. I, I root against the Green Bay Packers with every fiber of my being because of the fans, because I sure. have a lot of friends and relatives who are Packer fans. So I guess I'm a fraud when I say that, that I don't hold against the fans. Yeah, I do yeah. when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> sure. Well, Brandon, equal time. What Do you do you have an official prediction? No, that, uh, official prediction, I guess. I mean, my heart says I would want the Eagles to win just because of the underdog story and all the Rocky movies. Oh, that blah, just like, blah. Yeah, of course. Blah, that. blah. And then this reaction, of course. I just love to <laughs> shut that down. But I mean, if my, if my head is going to say something, it's probably going to be Patriots by a field goal. Okay. That well, that's that. That kind of seems to be the way they do it. I mean, la- last year they won in overtime, and that was the biggest margin of victory for the Patriots in their Super Bowl wins was six points. Six so. points. Hey, how many times do you think that they are going to do the school chant by saying "Foles" instead? Oh, I hadn't considered that. Yeah, they've been doing that, that at like NFL Live and at the Mall of America. They could very well kind of pull that out at the stadium. That would be interesting. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Well. um, and plus, you know, I'm not. I'm some some of my fellow Vikings fans have this mentality: is like, well, if Philadelphia wins, it'll be their first ever Super Bowl championship, and I just don't want another team to get a Super Bowl championship for the Vikings. And it's like, ah, yeah, I, don't I don't really, I don't really subscribe to that. If the Eagles go out and win it, they've earned it. I mean, again, losing your MVP caliber quarterback in Week 12 and still being able to sure. get in with a number one seed, and I admire what the Eagles have done, but I, I'm not. I just, I'm sorry. I love Brady and Belichick. God help me, I love Brady and Belichick. <laughs> hey, I do. Make no apologies for that. Well, uh, there are a lot of people in these parts. They just don't understand it. You know, and I always well, because they haven't had that here. I guess, I guess, but I, I again, I don't hold that against them. I like guys who are able to just put on the blinders and the. Patriots are the best team ever since I've been watching football of playing bleep you football, like being able to minimize yes. the distractions. So, I agree. Um, Aaron, best of luck. Well have done, fun Pats at your Super Nation, Bowl. baby. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely have you on again so this much, year. Thanks so much, I appreciate it. Talking politics, and uh, always an honor to have you on the broadcast. Again, check her out on Twitter, Aaron Host, and uh, she'll be back again sometime this year. A lot of political news going on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Go, Pats, go. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all the perfect Valentine's Day gift is to learn how to dance with this exclusive half-price offer from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Get 20 lessons for just eight fifty. That's half price. American Classic Ballroom has developed the most effective method to teach you any dance style. There are only two of these half-off deals available. 20 dance lessons for just eight fifty from the Patriot and American Classic Ballroom. Give her a Valentine's gift she'll never expect. Call the Patriot today at 651-405-8800. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. 
and you can get a Filters Fast Brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443-443. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. Just pay return shipping. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-9272. Again, that's 1-800-915-9272. 1-800-915-9272. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. This is AM1280, The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.